Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Robin Hinkle and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Big Love. God's holy work is fulfilled in the resurrection of Christ, the defeat of death itself. We have received the gifts of new life, and we can use that gift to spread God's big love to those near and far. Joining Christians everywhere during this Easter season, we proclaim with joy, Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. A reading from Luke, chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. Now, about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking about his exodus, which he was about to fulfill in Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but as they awoke, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us set up three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not realizing what he was saying. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. Here ends the reading. Today we remember the story of the transfiguration of Christ. When Jesus went up on the mountain, taking Peter, James, and John, where they were allowed to witness his glory, the day these three apostles got a true glimpse of heaven. When I was at seminary, we would talk about the thin spaces, those times and places where heaven and earth touch. And for a moment, it is as if you were actually caught up in heaven, something beyond this world, and you feel like you are actually there. You could touch it or hear it or feel it or see it. Brief moments, almost as if you are under a spell, And then you come to yourself, and you wonder what just happened. And the more you try to stay in that moment of heaven, to grasp it, to hold on to it, the more slippery it becomes, until it fades away completely. The transfiguration was not just a thin space. It was an actual piece of heaven completely open and present on top of that mountain, where God is there along with people long dead, Moses and Elijah, standing on the earth, talking to Jesus. Jesus was the middle of the scene and the focus and the purpose. And God lights him up with glory, gives him the grace, the gift, to feel the glory of God flooding through his body, filling it with light and love and approval and goodness and holiness. In a few weeks, that same body would be emptied instead of filled. Life would be sucked out, And instead of glory, there would be wounds, blood, nail holes, unquenchable thirst, and pain. I often wonder if God gave his son this moment of heaven, pulling him through the thin space, to encourage our Lord for the road ahead, for the cross that awaited. 
giving his beloved son Jesus something to hold on to and believe in and hope for. I also like to think that Elijah and Moses were encouraging Jesus, explaining to him the plan, affirming to him that he was fulfilling the prophecies they had written long ago. On the other hand, Peter, James, and John, they were on the outside looking in at this fantastic scene, but not completely outside. They got to be in the cloud, and the words of God himself were directed to them. Listen to him. It is as if God was scolding them, telling them to pipe down and open your ears and open your eyes. And so they were eyewitnesses to what the resurrection would look like, not just of Jesus, but of all those who were destined for heaven. They were eyewitnesses to the very existence of God and eternity, past, present, and future. Peter was so enthralled that he wanted this time to go on for days. He wanted to set up tents so that they could stay on this mountaintop, to stay in the thin space. But then it disappeared. Jesus said, no, it is time to go. And from this point forward, Jesus sets his face for Jerusalem and afterwards seems to be almost in a hurry to get to the cross. The transfiguration story was a gift to our Lord but it is one he intentionally shared with his friends who would also need this vision. Because I am certain this mountaintop experience eventually grounded the faith for Peter, James, and John. They walked with their hero of faith all the way to the cross and the tomb. And after he was resurrected, they remembered this experience. In the days of the Old Testament, you had to be holy to come near God or you were at risk of being wiped out. Getting close to God was a risky business. I believe that living with Jesus and then seeing this transfiguration eventually led the apostles to understand that you no longer have to be particularly holy or particularly called for God to come near to you. God is not picky. In fact, the dirtier, the more sinful, the better with Him. If you turn to Him and ask, However faintly, he will come to you and live in you. He will set up shop in your dark and crooked and misty-covered, gloomy soul, full of dirt and dung and clouds that separate you from him. And he will begin working from the inside out. Until that day when we get to hear those beautiful words, My beloved son, my beloved daughter, when we get to stand and see him face to face. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love toward you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises which exceed all that we can desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, 
one God forever and ever. Amen.